Hey, welcome today to the Revival Way podcast. I am your host, evangelist, Taylor Michael. Today we're going to pump you up full of the Word of God to get you delivered out of any work of the enemy and to get you empowered and activated to go out and build the kingdom of God with full faith and no hindrance in the mighty name of Jesus. Enjoy. Welcome back to Faith Fridays. I'm Taylor, your host for today. And the first topic that I'm going to talk about today is how to be used by God. See, there's a lot of people that God will use. As a matter of fact, God will use anybody. But the harsh reality is that God won't use everybody. And the thing that you find in Scripture, there's a common theme, honestly, from Genesis through Revelation, of people that God used specifically. And each one of these people that He uses typically live within a very tight guideline called the Bible. And God's law and its perfection, they honor God. If you remember, God told Moses when he came down from the mountain, after he delivered the Israelites, he said, as he shook the mountain of Sinai and all of the Israelites were in fear, they said, what does this mighty God want from us? And he gave them two commandments amongst the 10 commandments that were the most important. And he said, to love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, all your mind, and all of your strength. So even your possessions. And then to love your neighbors as yourself, as Jesus would include in the New Testament. So you'll notice that those are the common characteristics that God chooses in people. People that will honor God, bring Him glory, and love people through the works of the ministry. And so I want to hit on that today. What it looks like and what it takes to be used by God. You can go to your Word. We're going to start in Psalm chapter 1. The first chapter of the book of Psalms. And I want you to understand this because this is a deep topic. Holiness. When you walk in the righteousness that Jesus Christ paid for, it sticks out to God. God doesn't look at someone that's living in a life of sin and then someone who's walking according to what the Bible says in the same way. God doesn't look at sinners and saints the same way. They're on two different spectrums. And I want to point that out to you. Psalm chapter 1. Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of scoffers. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and on his law he meditates day and night. I want you to write that in the comments and say it out loud. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and on his law he meditates day and night. Say that out loud and meditate on that meditates on the Word of God day and night. That is the first characteristic that God is looking for in an individual who He can use to shake a city, shake a state, shake a nation. God wants to find people that are in love with His Word. They're willing to meditate on it day and night. Let's continue in verse 3. Because one thing you'll notice about the Bible is it's a book of instruction. All throughout the Bible, it says, if you do this, this will be your result. So listen here. God says, his delight is in the law of the Lord, and on his law, he meditates day and night. And what's the result? This is what it says in verse 3. He is like a tree planted by streams of water that yields its fruit in its season. Some translations say in every season. And its leaf does not wither. I want you to write that down. And I want you to say this out loud. Say, I bear fruit in every season and my leaf 
does not wither. What does it mean in winter when a tree's leaf begins to wither? It means it's going into a season of, of death. Honestly, it means that the tree is dying for a season and it will grow back in the spring. But you are a tree planted by a stream of living water and your leaf does not wither. Your flower does not fade. You stand firm on the word of God and you bear fruit in every season. And check this out. It says in all that he does, he prospers. Write that down. Say in all that I do, I will prosper. It doesn't matter what you're doing in your life for work. It doesn't matter what your relationship looks like. It doesn't matter what your family looks like right now. There is no area in your life that God can't move in, adjust, realign, and fix everything to make you prosper in it if you're willing to stand on his word and meditate on it day and night. I want you to speak this over yourself. Say it out loud. Say, I will meditate on the word of God and I will prosper in all I do. That's what the word of the Lord says. Verse four, it says, the wicked are not so, but are like chaff that the wind drives away. Therefore, the wicked will not stand in the judgment nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. So there's a clear definition right there between sinners and the righteous. Now, we love sinners the same way that Jesus came because God so loved the world that he sent his son, that whoever would believe in him would not perish but have everlasting life. Jesus came for the sinner. But it's very clear in the word that we should not congregate with the sinners. We are on this earth as an answer to the sinners. We are not on this earth to hang out and make buddies and make friends and make that our core area of influence with sinners. That's just not how it is. We are in this world, but we are not of this world. For the Lord knows the way of the righteous, but the way of the wicked will perish. Now I want you to hop on over to John chapter 3 in the New Testament. So we know that you must live a holy life consecrated to the Lord. God wants somebody who has given their life to him and meditate on his word day and night. John chapter 3, starting in verse 1. This is Jesus speaking to Nicodemus. This is huge. Now there was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. This man came to Jesus by night and said to him, Rabbi, we know that you are a teacher come from God, for no one can do these signs that you do unless God is with him. Jesus answered him, Truly, truly, I say to you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. I want you to say that out loud, write it down, underline it, highlight it, everything that you can to remember that verse. Unless one is born again, they cannot see the kingdom of God. What does the Bible say the kingdom of God is? Paul said it is righteousness, joy, and peace in the Holy Spirit. Jesus is saying you cannot understand the righteousness, the joy, and the peace of the Holy Spirit unless you've been born again of the Spirit. Verse 4, Nicodemus said to him, how can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter a second time into his mother's womb and be born? Now, check this out. Nicodemus was a very well, if not the most well-respected teacher in the land at the time. He should have known these things. This was a very basic principle of the spiritual realm when it came to the word of God. But Jesus had to open the eyes of Nicodemus to the most basic concept of spirituality, to be born again of the spirit of God. And listen to what Jesus says to him in verse 5. 
Jesus answered, Truly, truly, I say to you, unless one is born of water and the Spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh. That which is born of the Spirit is spirit. Do not marvel that I said to you, you must be born again. The wind blows where it wishes and you hear its sound, but you do not know where it comes from or where it goes. So it is with everyone who is born of the Spirit. What Jesus is saying here is you don't know which way the wind is going. You don't know which way it came from. You have no idea what it's going to do in a minute from now or tomorrow or what it was doing yesterday. But you do know that it's there. Just because you can't see it and you can't predict it doesn't mean it's not there. Faith is the evidence of things not seen. That's what Jesus is saying about the ways of the Spirit right now. Verse 9, Nicodemus said to him, How can these things be? Jesus answered him, Are you the teacher of Israel, and yet you do not understand these things? Truly, truly, I say to you, we speak of what we know and bear witness to what we have seen, but you do not receive our testimony. If I have told you earthly things and you do not believe, how can you believe if I tell you heavenly things? No one has ascended into heaven except he who descended from heaven, the Son of Man. And as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, so must the Son of Man be lifted up that whoever believes in him may have eternal life. Point number two, you must be born again of the Spirit of God in order to be used by God. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17, it says that when we have given our life to Jesus and been baptized, we die with Christ, the old has passed away, and behold, all things become new. You are a new creation, a new creature. I want you to put that in the comments and say it out loud right now. Say, I received Jesus. I am a new creation. I am a new creature. When you are a new creation and born of the Spirit, then God can use you because you will learn how to be yielded to the Spirit. And when you're yielded to the Spirit, God can then flow through you. Last point I want to point out right here. Deuteronomy chapter 28 and Joshua chapter 1. I'll start, actually, I'll just do Joshua chapter 1 because it sums up Deuteronomy 28 as well. A common theme that you see in the Bible, all the way from Abraham to Moses to Joshua to David to Solomon, all the way to Jesus and what Jesus said to his disciples, was this very common theme. Starting in verse 5 in Joshua chapter 1. No man shall be able to stand before you all the days of your life. Just as I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will not leave you nor forsake you. Be strong and courageous, for you shall cause this people to inherit the land that I swore to their fathers to give them. Only be strong and very courageous, being careful to do according to all the law that Moses my servant commanded you. Do not turn from it to the right or to the left, that you may have good success wherever you go." This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night, so that you may be careful to do according to all that is written in it. For then you, not God, then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will have good success. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be frightened, and do not be dismayed. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. These are the three things I want you to know. Number one. You must live a holy life. If you want to know how to press into that, we'll make another video tapping into holiness. You can start reading in Romans 6, Romans 7, and Romans chapter 8.
that will give you a nice broad spectrum of how God feels about holiness. Number two, you must be born of the Spirit of God. Be born again. Accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. And if you've never done that, I will walk you through a prayer in the next 20 seconds. And you can do that today. You can do that that this very moment. And number three, my third and final point is that I want you to understand the same way that God was with Abraham, with Moses, with Joshua, with David, Solomon, Isaac, Jacob, Samson, everybody. God is not a respecter of men. God will be like that with you. But he requires one thing. Do what is in this book. Love God with all of you. And love your neighbor as yourself and obey the word of God and it will be well with you. That is the basic requirement to being used by God. I want to walk you through a prayer right now. If you've never given your life to Jesus Christ and today you know for a fact you feel that tug in your heart. You know that if you died today you would not be in heaven. Or if you're even doubting it. If you don't think that if you were to pass away today that you would go to heaven, today's the day of salvation. You can give your life to Jesus. You are saved by the grace of God through your faith in Jesus Christ. He already did the work. He sent his son for you, a living sacrifice. He lived a spotless life. He did not mess up. He did not sin. And he gave his very life so that you could be saved for all of eternity. If that's you today, if you want to lay your head on your pillow tonight and know for a fact that when you die, you can get to heaven and say, God, your word said that if I believed in my heart and confessed with my mouth that Jesus is your son, he died for me, he rose again, and he's the Lord of my life, that I would be saved. Therefore, I am a Christian. That can be you today. I want you to say this prayer with me right now. You can lift both hands where you're at. And just close your eyes and repeat this prayer with me by faith. Say, God, I believe in my heart. Jesus is your son. He was born of a virgin. He lived a sinless life. And he died so that I could be forgiven. Heavenly Father, I am a sinner. And I repent of my sinful ways. Wash me clean, Lord. Forgive me. Show me mercy. Make me born again. I confess with my mouth that today Jesus is the Christ. He is my Lord and He is my Savior. I receive a new life today. Heavenly Father, I accept Jesus Christ into my heart. Put your Holy Spirit in me. Make me clean. Make me a new creature. I reject the world, and I give my life to Jesus Christ forever and ever. Amen. Amen. If you just said that prayer with me, well done. It says in the Bible that all of heaven rejoices. That means they're all throwing a party. All the angels are singing. Everyone, God's on his throne going like this. He's super pumped that you just came back into the family of God. He's so excited for you. This is what we want you to do. I want to make sure that you get yourself, get your hands on a Bible. If It's best if you can get a physical Bible. If you can't, you can always download the Bible app 
on any app store, doesn't matter if it's Android or Apple, plug into our YouTube videos, plug into our Instagram at We Are Living Loved on YouTube, on Instagram, on TikTok, on every social media platform. You can plug into our teachings and we can walk you through what God says about you and what God says about today, this very day in his word. We will build you up. Make sure you get plugged in to a local church. Find a spirit-filled church, a pastor that preaches on the full gospel, not just the word, but also that the Holy Spirit is alive and active today, that Jesus is still healing people, he's still setting people free, and he's still redeeming people this very day. Find a church that believes those things. Get water baptized, because in Mark 16, Jesus said those who believe and are baptized will be saved. Get dunked in water, become that new creation, and make sure you plug into a local body. We love you so much, and I can't wait to see you on the next video, what it looks like to be used by God.